0: Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Get the PhD with me, Sammy. Me, Hannah. And me, Tom. This week we're going to be discussing uh, well-being and well-being strategies whilst doing a PhD and on other academic studies. Uh, This is our bumper episode because we didn't do one last week due to uh, clashing of schedules and being busy.
1: Extremely busy. The
0: busy life of PhD students. Um, So
2: how has your week been, guys? Again, really busy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just... On this week, got so much to do, and time doesn't seem to exist. What kind of things have you got to do? I gotta prepare an abstract for a conference, I gotta get a first draft of my paper done, I gotta redraft my ethics to submit, and some other stuff on my to do list I can't think of right now.
1: It's too long, it, can't it memorize is. it all.
2: It my memory's not good enough to know it all. Now. <laughs> it sounds like you're extremely busy.
0: And how how are you getting on with Is Has it been a good week, or has it been a stressful week? or...?
2: and too busy to tell at the moment okay i, I can't tell if you need to see what the outcome of the week, week is yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay what about you hannah
1: i feel you're not enough hours in the day i wonder how many times i'll say that throughout <laughs> this podcast because <laughs> i feel like i say it all the time um but yeah same just busy seminar prep training courses meetings visits and their natural PhD stuff. It's
0: all the stuff around sure it as well, PhD I think. Yeah. <laughs> you say you've got all the big stuff to do, but then you have all the admin and little... No one
1: mentions that doing a PhD requires doing about five hours a day of different jobs that aren't PhD related.
2: Yeah. <laughs> See, this is why I don't want to go into the teaching side of things and everything straight away. Seeing the stress everyone is under. you put me off. It's
0: just extra. I understand it. I understand why you don't want to, yeah. It, you two make me feel like I don't do enough because the amount of times you two are stressing or have loads to do and I'm kind of sat there like I don't know what to do with myself today what should I do maybe we're just I different
2: it just comes out of time scale doesn't it I we've been d- given like a very strict deadline yeah
0: obviously I'm I'm part time so I can kind of yeah. go with the flow a bit more but
2: it's just I don't know sometimes I just think maybe, maybe I should be doing more <coughs> this but is what I've been I saying I, th- I feel like I'm doing a full time PhD on part time hours yeah. Like everything has to get done, but I just can't, now got the hours to do it. I yeah. shouldn't
1: even moan about mine because you spend half your day somewhere else, so you technically are part time with full time responsibilities, <laughs> yeah, so exactly. yours is probably 10 times worse than mine.
2: It's just different, isn't it? Yeah. It's that thing of being different instead of what's worse and what's better. We all gotta deal with it our own ways.
1: But we've got to have pma positive mental attitudes yeah that comes <laughs> especially in for this week's episode comes into <laughs> this week's episode
2: yep.
0: <laughs> well-being well-being well, strategies yeah. so it's quite an apt week to do it i think to try and remind ourselves of how to be positive how to how to Cope. not not get yeah how, d- <laughs> how to not get bogged down by everything teach me yeah, we'll we'll, we'll try. <laughs> we and see you. We might learn some
1: tips and tricks today, never you know
0: Tom. <laughs> or we could say some stuff and you go, well, I just haven't got time. So we'll just see. We'll see how it goes.
1: Okay, so here's the jingle.
0: So this week we have a special mention for a- Academic Chatter, uh, a Twitter account. Uh, that is a really good place to go to if you're a PhD student or mm-hmm. even just any undergraduate or master's student in academia a current lecturer kind of anyone yeah. in the field anyone in academia they share some really good tips and advice mm-hmm. um, i see quite a lot of times on twitter that somebody will ask a question and then they'll retweet it yeah we i get think loads that's of responses kind of the gist of it isn't yeah. it
1: that people like anonymously dm dm in their concerns and then they post it and people respond to it like the community with how they would deal with the situation or just with advice i think it's actually a really 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 good um account and especially for well-being it fits in really nicely with this week's episode yeah okay so this episode is actually inspired by university mental health day which is thursday the 5th of march so yesterday when this episode's going up um we just thought that it linked in really well with kind of well-being and what we're going to talk about so it's good to mention the hashtag to follow on twitter is uni mental health day talking about all things student well-being so like a little disclaimer that we're not experts so and we're not talking about mental health in the capacity of illnesses and problems we are talking just purely about well-being in the sense of your mental wellness and how this can be affected by being a student
0: yeah and including our own experiences our own, experiences. Our own strategies that we've used throughout our short short time well it feels like short but it's actually been a fair fair amount of time now actually uh, doing our phds and kind of how we've managed to st- Try and stay positive, and try to have good well-being.
1: Okay, so the way we're going to do this is we're going to talk about the issues that have come up in terms of things that affect our well-being whilst doing a PhD, and then we're going to kind of go into the coping mechanisms and strategies that we use, or unsuccessfully use, to deal with them. So Tom is going to start us off, I
2: think. <laughs> um, yeah, my biggest struggle is feeling like I have so much work, like being done and doing work, but not actually getting anywhere running on mm. the spot sort of thing i so yeah i was gonna say just all this work being done but no like output of yeah yeah this is what i've done i'm going somewhere now it's really hard to know.
1: recognize when you've done like what you've done in a day as well like i always start the day and finish the day and i couldn't tell you what i've done but yeah, i have exactly. done something
2: <laughs> it's like i try and keep a log of everything i've done in a day and if i forget to do it i'll do it the next morning when I'm thinking back I'm thinking what have I actually done yesterday Mm, I could have worked a full 10 hour day and just think I can't remember
1: yeah I'm the same
0: it's
2: definitely my biggest struggle I see it as well kind
0: of tagged onto that is it's almost when you do something there's always almost like two or three things that branch off from that one thing I do that quite a lot as well, yeah. Like if you read a journal article and then in there in there you find two or three that you could read. So yeah. then you have three more to read and things like that. I
1: think that's what causes me so much stress in the way that I'll plan out my weeks based on what I'm going to cover each week. And it'll get to the end of the week and I've discovered that there's this whole other body of literature that I didn't even know about. And then I'll be like, oh, hang on a minute. Now I'm off schedule and then I'll get all stressed and get in a cup That's what I do far too often.
2: I've done my sort of reading list. So they're just three articles. Like at the start of my PhD, I thought, I need to read them at some point. I haven't got time right now because I had to go home. I'll write them down. I'll read them tomorrow. That list is still on my desk now. it like five <laughs> pages long and stuff I need to um, read. Yeah. I haven't had the time to do it.
1: I've just got a little folder on my computer that I shoved them all in. And they're never going to get read. But it just makes me feel like at least I won't lose them.
2: <laughs> so it's that build up of work that makes me think like I'm not going anywhere. Mm. But
0: the key thing there to do is to like look at what you have read. As well as what you've got to read. Yeah, that's Because if you've got that many to read, you must have read so many already.
2: Yeah, but you still need to get like as much done as you can, can't you? Like yeah, that of feeling course. Of, if I'm not working and I'm not doing enough. Yeah. i
1: um, stumbled across a notebook the other day which must have been from like the first two months of my phd and just kind of all the to-do lists of like generic <laughs> stuff that i wanted to like watch and read And I was like, oh my god i haven't done half of the stuff <laughs> on the to-do list from back then let alone my to-do list now you really shouldn't so have found that notebook. no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it wasn't good
2: this is where like being like a perfectionist sort of thing is bad then because i feel like i have to complete a to-do list before i scrumple it up and chuck it away yeah like I feel bad taking something off of one and putting it
1: on 21. I was just going to say, I I transfer mine, then scrumple up the one. I feel really Uh, good that I've scrumpled up (laughs) one, but realistically, I've just (laughs) moved
0: tasks. (laughs) So, particularly at the start of my PhD and my studies, I struggled to kind of find a starting point. I was reading bits and bobs of the literature, but didn't really have any way of starting to write and i found it really difficult in terms of my own well-being to stay positive when i felt like i was getting nowhere i suppose it's almost like the running on the spot i felt like i was i, w- I wasn't running i was probably walking but i was walking <laughs> on the spot and i was going absolutely nowhere yeah. and i just couldn't and it was trying to balance priorities as well yeah. because i'm on the research job i when i first i started the research job and my phd at exactly the same time mm-hmm. and naturally because my PhD was controlled by myself the progress on that was quite slow whereas with the research project already having begun it was kind of in the deep end with that so I had to focus on that Mm -hmm. I had to I was emailing all the time with people learning the ropes I was doing newsletters and preparation for going to Belgium in April and it was all kind of a bit full-on so I think for like the first two or three months of my PhD I didn't actually do anything really I could have easily started in April and I'd be
2: in the same position now See, it's just having them sort of, like, official deadlines, isn't it? Like you said about the research job, like, because yeah. they've set things so that the people you have to get it done. Yeah. I think, like, that really helps you, like, get started.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the problems I have on my PhD is that I don't have any kind of set up in terms of get this done
2: by this, this date. You still have, like, supervisory meetings and stuff. So yeah, like, yeah. Belong, but I guess it is a bit different.
0: Yeah, but it's kind of the thing of, especially being part-time, if I think, oh I'll push that back a bit, I can. And then it's kind of how far does that go? It's an it's an unofficial deadline because I'm in control of it. I know like you say, supervisory meetings and my supervisor trying to keep me on track, but when it boils down to it it is kind of like if I need to focus on the research job I can. If I need to focus on teaching hours I can. It just seems to get pushed back again and again. Whereas obviously now, luckily I've actually got a good way in, got a first draft of the getting towards the first draft of methods like I'm doing really well now it was just that first like 6 to 8 months pretty much until you guys came in if I would have started when you both started I'd be in the position I'm I'm in now I'm almost certain That's of that That's mad to think about I'm almost certain of that the first like 9 months of my PhD were pointless Well they weren't but because I could have easily had those 9 months now but
2: Yeah
1: I think having other people around does really motivate like Yeah when people are talking about what they're doing it kind of makes you think oh I should be doing this I should be doing that and it just kind of gives you that
0: it's like what you said Tom the other day to me in the office about I'm basically doing full time now because I'm in way more Mm -hmm. because when I say when I started in January I would come in at about nine and leave at about one because that was my research assistant job hours and I'd just go so I was never doing anything for my PhD whereas now I'm in from like 10 till like four and I'm actually doing stuff for it
1: I completely get that, though, because the office must have been so lonely and just not a place that you'd want to be longer yeah. than you have to be.
0: Yeah. Whereas now, like I said, with you guys being in and you doing so much, it almost pushes me to stay in and do a bit more because I'm like, well, if I go now, then yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel like I've done nothing.
1: I was always like that in my undergrad. There was one girl who was just always on top of things. Like, I've submitted this like four weeks early. and I was like, oh, my God, I need to submit. Like, that and nice that person. would always just give me that.
0: It's weird because on on my undergrad, I was the one that was almost ahead of the game, if you want to say. I was the one who was submitting first, and that almost made me keep going because Mm. I was in that. I was the one who was always doing things before everyone else, and I was like, well, I want to keep being that person. Yes, good. It was it was good
1: situation to be in. No late nights, no panicking. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So one thing that always affects my well-being is feeling guilty when I have time off, even just evenings and weekends. I think it's more of just, I think, how effective that time could be used if I make it effective. Do you know what? Like, it's not necessarily that I'm a workaholic or anything. It's just like, if I have a whole free Sunday, I think, oh my God, imagine all the stuff I could get done. So it's kind of like I don't stop thinking all about the football work, I could watch. but then I'm <laughs> also, <laughs> I'm also in two minds of no, it's your Sunday, chill. And in the other mind, I think how much you can get done. So it's just like that conflict in your head that kind of creates an atmosphere, <laughs> if that makes sense. And then it's like your well being's affected by that. I mean, so
2: it doesn't even have to be like a whole Sunday. Mm. Like even just like a morning or something that I'd usually have off. Mm, like yeah. It's like this vaccination thing for under 25s now for um, mums or something has become popular. And I know that in that morning, I'm going to have to say I'm not going to my centre. Yeah. But then I'm I'm going to be feeling, okay, I have to get an extra three hours worth of work done now to make up for it.
1: Yeah. My one is, this is a ridiculous one because it's not even enough time to get much work done. But whereas I normally get here at half eight, when I go to my centre... I start at half nine. So I can technically, I have like an hour free somewhere, but it's not enough time to come to university, get anything (laughs) done and go there, because it's in another part of Cardiff. So I'm kind of like at home, like, just procrastinating and getting ready really slowly, and I'm always like, "Oh, this could be a use of time." And I'm like, "Well, no. What are we going to get done realistically in that like small amount of time?" But I always feel guilty about that morning, and it's weird. <laughs> it's
2: a big thing, though, isn't it? Because when you start feeling guilty about it, it takes up like more time thinking about it.
1: Yeah, and I think you feel more unproductive. Well, I do anyway. I feel because yeah. then if I put off doing something, so I'm always really over ambitious. And on the Friday, anything I don't get done, I'll put on my to-do list to take home. And it's just kind of with the thing if, if I have time, if I feel motivated to do it. But if I don't manage to tick off everything on this massive, long, unrealistic checklist, then I feel unproductive about my weekend when I've done work. So I've been productive because it was my weekend.
0: Any work, <gasps> on a, any work on a weekend is productive <laughs> in my eyes. I've not, I've, I've made it quite a well-known fact that i pretty much
2: don't touch work when i'm at home or on Mm -hmm. the weekends
1: i've probably made that sound like i do a lot of work on the weekends (laughs) and i don't (laughs) (laughs) so
2: i tell myself i don't but when i come in and say like how my weekend gone to like you guys or something like this sunday i consider myself to have done no work but then i still done my timesheet that had to be submitted and spent two hours reading a textbook which wasn't very fun (laughs) like it's stuff that I don't see as being work, I still end up doing. Otherwise, I'll feel guilty of not doing it.
1: Yeah. And I think it depends on my weekends, because other weekends I have, like, jam-packed with social things, and some weekends I won't see anyone for the whole the whole time. So, it depends what weekend I'm on as well. But, rest assured, Sammy, I probably do just as much work as you on weekends. I'm not. <laughs> and I don't,
0: I don't have the mental conflict of whether I should Pats. do anything, whether yeah. I just straight out. As soon as I leave on a Friday, I go.
1: No, that's good. That's my mind is clear.
0: Good. It's good. It's good. But like I say, I sometimes think, oh, maybe I could do something.
2: But see, as soon as I get that thought, there's just like a switch in my head that goes, oh, you better go get that done, like right now before you forget. Yeah. If I did a to-do list on my phone or something, there's probably like twenty on there. Mm. And they don't get it done. It's the actual ones on my desk that'll get it done.
1: There's probably lots of research of how this leads to burnout, right? (laughs) It's exactly how you burn yourself out. I was going to
0: say, although I have weekends off, the fact that you're working throughout your weekend or doing work still on your weekend, you'll probably have a point throughout the working week where you don't do very much because of it. And it kind of burns you out a little bit after a little while. At least I think it would. Mm, I assume it would naturally. But if if you can work full on, then fair enough you're you're ridiculously
2: productive See, I, and think, I like to think I can but I've burned out before and it's not I ended up well yeah Like, it's a scary mm. thing to think that you could go like that yeah but at what point do you have to think okay I need to slow down now yeah like I after how much work
0: I suppose I know we're going to come on to strategies in a little bit but kind of where you were saying or oh, I don't know whether I should do work and things like that you almost need to say to yourself maybe every other Sunday don't do anything mm. and then
1: but it's just life it never works out like that is it it i'm too much
2: of a pessimist it? to do that yeah like imagine you had your sunday of doing nothing knowing the next week you're gonna do some work then the next week comes <laughs> and then something comes up that you can't do work and i'm like oh, okay i've lost two days of work now like yeah i will feel too guilty about it yeah it's 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 quite difficult i
0: yeah
1: we're not we're not giving <laughs> any advice here i think <laughs> we should move on to strategies because we're being very like i told hmm, you i need some yeah, now, now. yeah let's get on to the now. strategies a good bit <laughs>
0: so kind of going off on what we just said one of my first strategies is building in time to relax Um, Mm -hmm. as I said I try to find time almost wherever I can where I can just switch my mind off and not do anything Like after this podcast and being in the office for like half an hour I'll go home and that'll be me for the day I might even have a nap like just like go on YouTube (laughs) play GTA just anything to just not think about
2: work Mm -hmm. see a kind of a good four hours or so left to go through today god it's gotta be done. that sounds like hell to me
1: i always think of socializing as a strategy but that's like uh sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't because yeah. sometimes i'll like have a jam pack weekend full of like you know birthdays meals whatever and then at the end of it i feel like i haven't actually just chilled yeah yeah you so. haven't
0: actually just sat down and d- had time to yourself almost
1: yeah but then you do need that time to socialise and.
0: I don't know. My weekends are just <laughs> sat on the sofa <laughs> no. doing nothing. I haven't done anything. Well, obviously the weather recently hasn't helped, but I've just yeah. done nothing, I which just is can't good. a Frame of mind to
2: switch your mind off. Like mind doesn't switch off. Even trying to sleep, I start racing.
0: Maybe that's a task that we can try to you find like your inner switch.
1: You might <laughs> like my next strategy.
2: I don't think I'm going to.
1: Headspace. No idea. Oh, don't like it's that. so good. Do you so, explain? Headspace is like a mindfulness app, I guess. They've got like different sections. So, there's like sleep casts, which you can listen to to fall asleep, like that whether matter. that's someone telling a story or noises. And there's also just like wind down sections. I actually did my dissertation on Headspace. So, I, I sh- think I've done things similar
0: to that. the sleep ones is it where it's like re- relax this part of your body feel like
1: that's kind of like your basic mindfulness oh, okay. kind of yeah that's that's exactly what i've I done things like do.
2: that it's mm, i don't know if it works when right. i done I, it was awful honestly before you we went to sleep you had to write out every thought you had in your head on a piece of paper so you'd be like a to-do list for the next day so i'm there writing two o'clock so i couldn't sleep all <laughs> these thoughts running through my head back in front of a, a note <laughs> i'm looking at thinking I better start getting this done now. <laughs> <laughs> and I turn into like an all-nighter. Yeah, <laughs> that
1: I think it really depends on th- like your personality because some people would happily just write down everything and feel peaceful and they'd be like, oh, great, it's all there. sleep now, perfect. Whereas other people are like you and they just can't switch off from it.
2: The concept was like you think about it because you don't want to forget it. So if you write it down, you don't have to think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. But like you say it just depends on who you are yeah that doesn't work for me
1: like it really works for me like as soon as i'm really wound up and just in one of them moods where i need to calm if i listen to it for like three minutes i'm done like i'm fine i'm calm especially when i can't sleep oh i get myself really wound up when i can't sleep because i need to sleep because normally i've got to be up for something so listening to like the sleep cast is really good to um fall asleep
0: So a strategy that I've come across but I've never actually tried myself is being able to visualize your well-being. So basically you, similar to what Tom was just saying about writing down everything that's on your mind, you kind of write down what positive and good well-being looks like for you. So then you actually have something to work towards because well-being and mental health and those kind of concepts are things that are kind of behind the scenes quite a lot and you might not think about or they might happen kind of when you're least expecting it so if you if you write down what you want from your own well-being and what that looks like to you and what maybe you get out of that what positive feelings Mm -hmm. you get out of that it gives you something to actually work towards rather than just thinking oh god i just want to be happy yeah like
1: i think the problem like that sounds like a chore i think that's the problem with well-being is you've got to actively engage in it and it's like if you're already inundated with stuff, you don't want to be engaging with something else. Yeah. But I think it really does work when you do set the time aside to, aga- to I, engage. I
0: think, like you say, the problem is, like, say, even if you're, w- if it was a Sunday, if you're doing like one of Tom's working Sundays and then think, oh, I need to put in half an hour to do that, it's suddenly another thing on your to-do list. Yeah. You need to not make it a tick-box thing where it's just, I need to get it done. It needs to actually be a proper, mindful process, not just... I'll get it done just so I can say I've done yeah. it.
1: Yeah. I think people who've got stuff like that like whether it's exercise or like people who get up early to go to the gym, yoga, whatever it is, if you've got that kind of thing integrated into your schedule with the week, it just doesn't feel like a chore. But I think it's that getting into the habit of doing it that is a chore. But is it worthwhile? Is the question, is it worthwhile to you? <laughs> so kind of relating strategies back to academic, the academic world. Um, one thing that I've seen on Twitter is PhD progression charts. So it's kind of the idea of building well-being within the office, having a community and supporting each other. There was a Twitter account I should have made note of it to give a shout-out, but I didn't. But they have all their names up on the board and the stage that I've they're seen in. This. Yeah, Do you know what I'm on I've about. Seen that, they yeah. have like little post-it notes of the stage that they're at and where they want to be. So then they move the post-it notes along when you know, when they get to the next point.
2: What sort of like stages are you talking about now?
1: Like lit review and word counts. I've seen someone else doing it based on word yeah. counts or like part of your method or just even you could do it just with the dates at the top and like what you've achieved every month and just kind of, it's a visual for people, well, for people, I mean, for us guys to see like kind of where you've come, encourage everyone else and just be positive about where we're all going and encourage each other to move.
2: It all sounds good, but it sounds like another chore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good a Somebody's got to make somebody's got to make the, the office look pretty. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel like it'll end up me who does this, if anyone. But <laughs> that was kind of what I seen on Twitter, and I thought that that links in really well because having a good support system and community is kind of vital, I guess. Like Without that, your mental well-being... Well, I know especially mine would definitely deteriorate in this crazy phd world if people didn't understand what i was on about because a lot of we go back to that family and friends episode a lot of people don't quite understand a phd so having people around who do
0: yeah Mm -hmm. that was one of the things that i said in terms of connect with those around you but specifically people in similar situations who understand what you're going through so obviously we mentioned earlier when before you guys came to the research house it was very lonely not much going on wasn't really a positive place to be it was just kind of go in get whatever you had to get done and then leave there was no interaction or conversation really going on it was just it was just kind of sitting there so it wasn't good for well-being at all and just wanted to drop in again actually at academic chatter because it's a really good place to find Mm -hmm. people who are like-minded and actually going through the same thing as you yeah because
1: whether that be undergraduate postgraduate yeah there's all sorts of stuff on there and it's yeah
0: What I always try and do for my strategy for this is remind myself that I'm not alone. I know that Mm -hmm. sounds quite deep, but like if I'm struggling with something, there's bound to be someone else out there that's struggling with the same thing.
1: I think it goes back to the imposter syndrome thing as well, especially with academic chatter because I was kind of feeling all them feelings before, but as I said, I hadn't put a label to it. I didn't really know about imposter syndrome, but it wasn't until I kind of seen academic chatter and there's a few other similar Twitter accounts that talk about that kind of stuff and i was like well hang on a minute this is quite a normal thing within phd i think really normal actually so yeah having that support system even if you don't have an office like we do Mm. online it can kind of have the same effect
2: so um the big thing for me would be sport like it used to be running a lot used to go and do it every day after school and then lately it's been football so just having a football game every saturday football training every wednesday I sort of keeping active, and it's a sort of chore, because I have to go and do it, whether I'm feeling up for it or not. But it's that being out and even socialising with friends for parts of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, being it's part of the team and stuff.
2: It's the main thing that I find, like, reduces stress, or even if it doesn't reduce it, like just mitigate it for, like, a couple of hours or something. Just have that break from the mental capacity. Helps you, you clear your mind. Because I yeah, assume exactly.
0: you're not playing a game of football and going, oh, I need to make sure I read that journal
2: article. Like... <laughs> I see the start of the year. Actually, I was like, I was so stressed really? that football like wasn't helping or anything. God, but like, I was like, okay, going I try and like get more into it now. Like, yeah, go more often that sort of thing, and it has actually helped. Mm-hmm. Good. So I'd say sport and exercise is like a massive thing to try and like improve your well-being. That's something yeah. I made
0: a note of. Yeah, sport and exercise. I don't. Uh, but I personally, I don't partake in the in, <laughs> the, in the activity, <laughs> but I I I promote it. I think it's a brilliant idea. Like you say, mm-hmm. clear your head. Quite a big thing for me. It's not really sport and exercise, kind of it's just walking, going for walks. Yeah me and, I really enjoy that. Me and Amber in the summer, especially when it was nice weather. We we're, we're right next to Roth Park, just a nice big lake and park in Cardiff. So we would go walking around that all the time. And I always quite I think it'd be quite nice to do that, maybe even on a weekend when you're supposed to be having a, a day off, but maybe take a notepad with you and just sit down somewhere and maybe just make some notes if anything enters your head just be in a bit of a different environment than in the office
1: i do agree with your point tom but i don't feel like i can agree with it too much because i don't actually take the strategy on board
2: like you just said you started going to like the gym and stuff more now like is that helping
1: yoga is the thing for me like i know that's an hour or two where i literally will not think about anything else and i really enjoy it don't even say being a tree (laughs) So I, kn- <laughs> I knew there was going to be some, some <laughs> sort of comment about it but honestly it's probably the same view of football like you don't think about anything else because you're so focused on what you're trying to do but I haven't been for ages so I can't say too much Are you going to try and get back
0: into going? Or?
1: It's just time Yeah. Yes, yes should be the answer positive mental attitude of this session I should say yes but I know fully well I won't but maybe I will, maybe Maybe. That's I know no, I know fully so well in my head it's like no. That's positive. Nope, nope, so nope. yes,
2: but no, but maybe. Definitely maybe.
1: Stay tuned. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> so, procrastination of the week. I have the results from our Twitter poll from our episode Dremble. 2 weeks ago. Thank you. So, Whoa. we had 100 votes on this week's uh well, on this uh, bi-weekly uh, Twitter poll this time.
2: Only twenty-five of them were from Sammy's accounts. <laughs> None <laughs> were from my accounts. <laughs> we agreed that I w- that we cannot vote. Is there any I way of testing vote.
1: if or checking if you did vote? No. Oh, I don't think oh, so. that I'm going to start voting now. <laughs> I don't think there is.
0: I I didn't. I, you have my word. Um, so, mm-hmm. in last place on nineteen percent of the votes, so nineteen votes because it's out of a hundred, is articles on flooding. That was you, Tom, I believe.
1: What? wah.
0: wah. People don't care <laughs> enough about the You valleys, could have done that again is? last week as well. Obviously, with all the rain that we had again. and
1: That was a storm. real sympathy play as well. I know. Oh, ouch.
2: I people think mine is running through floods this week. I'll think of it. I think,
0: <laughs> yeah. In second place with office debates was, <sighs> was 25%. Is
1: that, that me? Damn. Yeah, that was you. At least it's not last.
0: And in first place with fifty-six percent of the vote. Oh, look how happy you are! (laughs) Four-hour baking (laughs) session.
1: Yeah, to be fair, that is ridiculous.
0: I think I deserved it after the quality of Friday. Hang on, though.
1: Hang on, didn't didn't we set a rule that it's got to be within work hours? Did we have this Ooh, conversation last thing. week as well? But I also said, is that a disqualification?
0: I said it, and you didn't. You didn't argue it. It's now gone to the. the I think it's I probably now gone did to argue the it. You probably
1: they... just cropped it yeah. out. No, I didn't.
0: <laughs> okay, so what does that make the scores? So that puts, well, leaves Tom on two in last place, Hannah's on three, and I'm on
2: four. Everyone knows a good comeback story. It's fine.
0: The underdog, they do. I mean I wouldn't be I wouldn't be on my own in the front if you had played Geocaster all those weeks ago but you know <laughs> that's fine some people are taking this seriously some people aren't so what are people's procrastinations of this uh Fortnite I suppose okay
1: so mine's a bit of a sympathy thing as well. It was my birthday. yes, yeah, so I should mm. win. Oh, present. We didn't know. Tom bought me in a lovely cake, which we're very grateful for. Thank you very I much. Sammy participated in eating the cake, so thanks for joining <laughs> on the celebrations. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't
0: get a cake <laughs> that I was promised on my birthday. So, oh, you know. so subject. We won't Let's go there. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> Let's move
1: on. Um, so, yeah, I just had lots of birthday celebrations. It was also my nan's birthday and my mum's birthday, so lots of different meals and days out etc etc so that's my procrastination
0: i think that's a fair one uh yeah it was your I'm birthday impressed. on the thursday wasn't it and then yeah. the friday you went out for dinner with your nan like friday yeah, was my spider. nan's birthday yeah. if it's
1: not a leap year it's normally my mum's the day after oh. the first of march but luckily this year we had an extra day to break them apart but them yeah up. what about you guys sammy Do you want me
2: to go i'm thinking
0: oh yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, okay uh, my procrastination this week is playing games in the office with Julian.
2: Uh, yes, <laughs> it's this quite is a yours. recent thing, but <laughs> yeah. it's um, fair.
0: so basically Julian. I don't really know why he has it. I assume it's some kind of teaching resource. Yeah, he used it. in But something he has the day. he has a frisbee. He has <laughs> a tennis ball. He has a soft mini football. He has <laughs> two <laughs> table tennis bats. Yeah. What else do you have? He has one of the oh, and then we we scramble up paper and th- try and throw it in the bin. So basically, really mature. My procrastination <laughs> of the week is. We started playing table tennis over the desk because we have a set of four desks with dividers in between, so that acts as our net. And then, kind of, each side of the if it goes any wider than the desk, it's out of play, out of bounds. So the other person gets the point. It's normal tennis rules, but yeah, it's quite fun just to hit it back and forth for a little bit. We did it today. We did it yesterday. Yeah, it's Don't quite de-stressing, it I, I think. <laughs> oh, I'm okay, sure you today, didn't yeah. it doesn't really it doesn't really distract people you know no, no, it's quite it's in not. the background and
1: then it turned into a bit of rounders at one point so that involves running around yes. the set of four so desks.
0: Julian was about to leave and thought no before I go home I must play a game of rounders mm-hmm. slash baseball that yeah. was also so very not distracting I was throwing scrumpled up paper over Hannah's desk towards Julian and he was hitting it with his umbrella <laughs> that he was yeah. about to take home.
1: If anyone can see this, it is productive in the office ninety nine point nine nine percent of the time. That's Promise. just my Promise. my my little blowout. It is the day. just like yeah. blowing off steam though, isn't it? Like Yeah. The it's main it's one that's been going good, yeah. on
0: for the longest is throwing the paper into the bin. Yeah. Still haven't managed
1: Basketball. it. Basketball.
0: Being o- over over a like semi low wall, like divider on the other side of the, the research house. Gotta try and Yeah. I'm trying to perfect my technique to get that in. I haven't done it yet. I will get there. Okay. Hold you and you guys it. will <laughs> applaud.
1: I think oh. I've got there, haven't I? Didn't no. I get it in? I think I have. No, you didn't. I think I have. No, you didn't. I think I have. No. Tom?
2: Tom, what's your procrastination of the week? Come on. I don't think my procrastination is my fault. Right, well, you're okay, losing, well, so this best be good. It oh. needs <laughs> to be your fault to no, get the point, it. I suppose. But I've been busy anyway, haven't I? So I haven't procrastinated that much. But it did... St- Cost me two hours worth of work to go and change a parking ticket because I changed my car. I was devastated by that. Yeah, that did take true. you,
1: and it was tipping it down with rain, wasn't it? It was that yeah, day. I mean,
2: I was running laps around the university, going from car park to reception, back to my car because I forgot my keys. <laughs> I got quite, an, office. I got
0: quite an angry vibe from you that day. A lot
1: of it so was your fault, actually.
2: I wouldn't say it was my fault.
1: You got a new car, which is a faff, and then you forgot your keys, which involves you having to come back and forth. Yeah, but I
2: didn't technically forget my keys. They were just in in my other pocket. (laughs) They
1: they were in your pocket, weren't they? They were in his jacket (laughs) pocket
2: (laughs) under his coat. This is what stress can do to someone. (laughs) Very true. So my procrastination was spending two hours for someone to cross out my number plate and write out new letters.
0: Yeah, so it's not even like the fix was like an in-depth thing. It was
2: something that, if they would have told you straight away, you could have just done it. Like I literally could have sat in my car, crossed the out, wrote my number <laughs> plate, and it'd be yeah. fine. Been instead, it cost me two hours running about in a soaking wet rain. Wild goose chase, yeah. Oh, that was a horrific day, that was. See, now I feel guilty again now. I could have done more work then. Shush but don't feel guilty, because no. it wasn't It was wasn't. It wasn't really Otherwise, fault, you'd have had to pay a parking ticket. Yeah. Well, that's what I've done now. Because I got a new car, I then thought... I'm not doing this same thing again. So I just bought a new parking ticket. Did you actually? Yeah. I thought, oh, £7 is worth another two hours of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just going to pay. <laughs> That's the going rate for Tom.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, so back to Twitter. So, yeah, we'll take that back to Twitter. We'll get that what on a my poll. Birthday?
2: Is just that you trying to get to people to vote for you? I know not like procrastination of the week next week.
0: That'd be good, but save it for next <laughs> week. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we'll put this to a Twitter poll. Just a reminder that Tom's in last place on two points. Hannah is in second place with three points. And I am on top with four points. Go to at
1: getthepht. Yeah, at getthepht
0: on Twitter. You can vote. Uh, Hopefully we'll get a a good number of votes. We had a good number on the last one. Uh, And we'll see who wins. And we'll see who gets the points. See if Tom can move off last place. (laughs) I'm
2: not feeling hopeful. No, I'm... I'm
0: (laughs) (laughs) It depends how I word it in the poll, really. I have the power. I know. Right. It's
2: the time you put to it. That's all I'm seeing that, yeah, because it, it was one hour to write a tweet. Four, one, four a hour
0: baking session one. Maybe we'll do a little experiment here and put like some kind of like two-hour parking ticket thing. To oh, that's going to be my failure that. then, isn't it? <laughs> we'll have to see.
1: <laughs> okay, so that was the end of episode 10 of Get the PhD. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Bye.
0: Bye. you